welcome back to another episode of Let's, Let's Get, Get Spooky. Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm AJ. And I'm Ashley. And today we are talking about the dark side of music, et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of... A lot of things under the uh, spooky music umbrella. Um, so we kind of have a bunch of different topics under the main topic. And I think I'll start because mine is very much horror related mm-hmm. and kind of going back to horror soundtracks and where they came from, where they started, and then some of our favorites, because I know there's so many horror films that we can hear a song, and no matter where you are, what country you're in, you hear a song and you like immediately know what movie that comes from. Um, so interesting fact, the uh, kind of the whole horror movie soundtrack and movie soundtracks, we are so used to having sound in movies. Mm-hmm. To us, we don't really, I mean, silent film era was such a long time ago in like the 1920s and I appreciate a good silent film, but it's so different to think of any of the movies that we watch now if it had no sound. Well, yeah. it had that little like tinkering noise. It was like, <laughs> so, do, do, do. so yeah. it was like a nice subtle, it's like having the air conditioner on. It's just like, you're <laughs> just never that, truly alone. The atmospheric noise in the background, yeah. but yeah. it, to me, it has its good and bads. It also leaves so much room for interpretation because with any sort of soundtrack, especially in horror movies, we are we are building the tension and mm-hmm. the whole atmosphere of the film with the music. So think about a movie where um, there's like the tension being built up and you literally in your body can feel like you know something's coming mm-hmm. and nothing can really happen. It can just be a sound. It could be Cameron, like he does this to me all the time. Right before the scary thing happens, he'll say boo and I will lose my shit. Like it, I have built up so much tension in my mind and my body from just the music that those sounds or like um, one interesting fact that I found when I was looking stuff up is Psycho. Mm -hmm. So the iconic shower scene, which if you're a fan of horror, you know what I'm talking about. So that high-pitched, shrieking kind of violin sound um, initially wasn't supposed to be in the film. So Alfred Hitchcock wanted that to be a silent portion of the movie and think how different, like how how differently would you interpret that scene if it didn't have the music? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's hard for yeah. us to kind of even like, I guess, think of what that would be like, right? Yeah, it would be completely different. The feeling that you get would be... Like you wouldn't, because it, it comes up like throughout the film where like you're like, you know what's going to happen because this is playing. Um, another really cool thing about the um, that piece of music, they were talking about how it also kind of signifies that it is, uh, oh my gosh, it just came out of my head. Uh, dun, Norman dun, Bates. Dun, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like it literally just left my head. So um, because it is that high pitch kind of screeching sound, um, you get a hint that it is kind of Norman because in the scene where it's he his is sound in, essentially. Yeah. But in the scene where he is sitting with her in the, um, where he's gave her a sandwich and stuff, there's a screech owl right behind him in taxidermy. So it, it's, it's kind of like has bits of like his personality right. in it and stuff. Yeah. Cause it has that kind of high screeching yeah. sound. Yeah. And one thing that I find really interesting is, so I was kind of delving into, um, initially looking up because we were focusing on like album art and Mm -hmm. I was delving into looking at horror movie soundtrack album art, which typically is just the movie poster on a CD or on a vinyl. Mm -hmm. So it's not specifically to the album in particular, but I was looking up, well, what is the kind of like the history of the horror movie soundtrack and kind of um, why things are done a certain way. And one thing that I found is in most horror films, the people that did the music, most of these films for their time were very low budget. Like very, very low budget. So you weren't hiring the top tier uh, theatrically trained uh, trained musical guy yeah. to do or woman to do the music on your soundtrack. You were hiring like whoever you could afford and whoever's like, oh, I like scary movies. Sure, I'll do that. Jim Bob on the violin. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his shit. Got Jim Bob on the violin. Um, but one interesting fact is that a lot of these people, because they weren't typically, and not not to say this for all of them, they weren't typically like, didn't go to school for this, they were willing to take more risks. Mm -hmm. And what that meant is they weren't doing things by the book. You know, when you, someone goes to college and they have, this is, this is how you do it. And if you don't do it this way, you're wrong. Um, it was a lot of people that were willing to say, Hey, I'm going to throw that out the window and I'm going to do what I think is cool and what I like. And what came out of that was some of the iconic sounds and, Mm -hmm. um, soundtracks to films that 
are unfor unforgettable in our minds. And I feel like if you had someone that was um, kind of more suit and tie by the book, they wouldn't have been willing to take those risks. I think that's a big problem now though. And I feel like that a lot with my friends who are doing indie films and trying to get into bigger budget things is the more that you have the man involved, the more that your creativity is kind of you know, controlled by these bigger people. And that's why I think there's a lot of studios right now who are kind of saying, hey, like we're not gonna be completely assholes and, but we're also not gonna give you a ton of money. So can you do it with this? And can you just kind of vibe with what you feel? And yeah. I, I've been seeing that more and more. And I think like we're just now getting to the point where we're like, hey, like creatives need to challenge themselves. And, and the reason why you hire them is because they have an eye. So don't stifle it with like, you know, your rules. And yeah. I deal with that with my art where I'm happier doing my like stuff that I self-fund rather than when people pay me to do things because right. everything that I have to give is like squashed down. And, and you have that creative freedom when you're kind of letting your imagination run with like this idea that you have. Yeah. But also I do think some people create some great stuff when they have restrictions because it makes them kind of use their head a little bit more. We're like, well, I only have like this much money or I only have this. You have two spoons, kind of, a bucket yeah, and a banjo. To figure something <laughs> out. Um, yeah, like my friend's a sound designer. He like works on television and stuff. And he'll tell me, he'll like, they'll give me the brief in a day and I have to finish it in a day. And he doesn't know from there, like for a lot of television and stuff, everyone's submitting music and they'll send them the raw trailer with no sound. And they're like, submit your piece you have by tomorrow. And so everyone's throwing their shit out and they don't even realize they got the trailer until it comes out. And so there's a lot of stuff like that where people have to be very innovative with time constraints, not even creative stuff. So right. It's weird. And also, like, I feel like lately, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, when you're watching a movie and it's not good or maybe the movie's good but the sound sucks, I almost feel like a lot of shitty movies are good because of the sound. And if the sound and audio and the music was taken away, it'd be a piece of shit. Absolutely. Or vice versa. Yeah. Like the movie's good visually and then the sound is a, a load of crap. Oh yeah. A good story is important, um, but sound and like that feeling and ultimately the movie is the movie, the story is a story, mm -hmm. but the audio and the sound is its own story. Oh yeah. And yeah. you can like say that there's dialogue. You can mute the dialogue and if the music's good, you can still get a sense of what's happening mm -hmm. in the film. Mm -hmm. um, and that is ultimately like beautifully done music. Yeah. Um, what are some of your guys' favorite horror movie soundtracks? Well, mm. I have like five As or I six. As I get flemmy. Well, I don't have five <laughs> or six. I just have, well, I, I don't go full on, hello hat. I don't go full on like soundtrack because I just feel like there's key songs where like you said, like this is- The theme, yeah. yeah. So like Candyman, that Candy song, Man. Helen's yes. theme, yeah. like is my jam because I like very orchestra, you know, intense music. And I feel like that one with the piano was really iconic. And then it's funny cause I listened to this composer before I watched The Shining and it was, and I'm going to say his name wrong. So I wrote how to pronounce it instead of the actual <laughs> name. And he was born in the 1800s and he did the Symphony Fantastique. And that is a 10 minute song, which is beautiful. But the song from The Shining, that little clipper is dun, dun, dun. It's like at 345. Like that's, a part of it. It's a part of that. Mm -hmm. And that's become iconic with the movie, which I think is great because it makes it. But like through the years, people have actually forgotten that it's his song. And they're like, oh, it's the, the it's name It's The team. Shining song, but yeah. But what's funny is recently um, with the new Westworld that just came out, they do a piano version of that. And they don't even credit him. They're like, oh, it's, it's The Shining song. And I'm like, what about... Hector, yeah. Asshole. So, anyways, that's been like my favorite, my favorite iconic horror movie um, song, just because I know the full ten minutes of it, and that is a chunk, but it actually does a bigger build at the end of it, so it's like a more pronounced version of that, where it's like crazy. So, I don't know. I would say any horror fan who like wants to look that up, it's a nice song to like not really chill out to, but. To build a lot it's of a, tension a, in your life. It's a nice <laughs> 10 minute moment where you're like, what's happening? And I don't know. So that's my favorite. That's my spiel. I love you, Hector. I know you died a hundred years ago. I love you. <laughs> you did, but we appreciate you. Mm -hmm. So I looked up a list and it was like the, uh, the top 35 horror movie soundtracks. And I mean, mm -hmm. like, Top 35 is too much. I mean, I think That's you do like list. top five, top 10. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna let you go and then I'll go down to the top. I, Cause I kind of want to see if any of your guys are on my list, my short abbreviated list. 
Oh, we're just going favorites. Um, obviously, anything John Carpenter touches. I really love the the fog. Um, <gasps> Halloween is good too, but for some reason, I just really like. I've been really rewatching the fog recently for some reason. I feel like I can jam to the fog more. Yeah, (laughs) like I think when you listen to the Halloween like theme, yeah, it doesn't put me in a mood to like do anything. I I just like think about Halloween. I go, I just start thinking about Michael, and I'm like, ooh, and I'm like, I can't do anything now. But like when I do listen to the song from the fog, I'm like, this is nice. So um, the well, the fog was on the list, but it was way. I could see up it being or down, yeah. down on the list, I guess. Um, so the top, I just did the top six because 35 is too much. So number six is The Thing, which is a great oh soundtrack. My God. Um, yeah. Number five is Cannibal Holocaust, which had like a ton of controversy because the film is like yeah. super intense. Mm-hmm. Um, four, uh, Suspiria. <gasps> Three, That's yeah. what makes me cry. <laughs> oh my God. Every time I listen to it, I can't, like, I. That happened to me at a party. It was like a tea party at night, and that came on, and I started weeping. And everyone's like, "What the fuck? Why did is she you, crying? Do you have the wrong tea? Like, did you put the wrong herb in there?" I was you like, got no. that that crying tea, uh, and even like the new Suspiria, um, Sugar Ross did the soundtrack, and which it was, was last year. Too. Last year, was it last year? It's two years ago. I think. Two twenty. What year is it? Today's 2020. 2020. <laughs> Tomorrow's 2021. <laughs> was it 2018? I thought it was last year, but maybe. It was I like mean, the I end of 2018. Remember. Okay. Because I remember it was like wintry. Um, so number three was Candyman, which we touched mm-hmm. upon. Yep. And then uh, number two and number one. So they're both John Carpenter. Number two is Halloween three, Season of the Witch. And then number one is Halloween. Ooh. And season of the season Witch. Season of the Witch is so, like, so iconic. And you're right with like the Halloween theme song. So the soundtrack's awesome, building mm-hmm. tension and suspense throughout the whole thing. But with the one theme song, it's it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Season of the Witch, though, is one of my favorites. So I agreed with it being in the top three. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think that a good soundtrack, something that is iconic, something that you're mm-hmm. going to remember is very important. And I feel like in newer films, especially in horror, I don't know that we're really getting that in a lot of newer horror films. I think like, things are getting viral. We're getting mood, kind of like mood music, but yeah. not necessarily like a strong theme that I can put my finger on that isn't a remake of something that we've already heard before. Yeah, and that's what I was going to bring up is that, because now, I mean, we just mentioned like a list of iconic music. So the pro- I think one of the problems is, is that people kind of, lean on iconic things that they know. So they're just kind of making new versions yeah. of what's already done. And like, it's not going to stick in your head because when you hear that, you think of the original one. Right. Um, so they're not making something new that gets stuck in your head and makes you think of that so much. And also a lot of horror movies recently are using like, you know, pop, not pop songs, but like, you know, current, uh, current music or like old, like nineties and, 80s music and making it kind of creepy, which is cool, but that's not going to make you think of... You're not going to identify that song or that kind of uh, tune with the film. You're just like, oh, that's this song that I've heard before, and they're adapting it to make it fit in the film. Um, But which is hard, though, because you think in this day and age, there's so many different types of music. There's so many things that have already been established. It's really hard to come up with something that is like stand stands out in as an is an original yeah. you know well, i was gonna say i feel like american horror story did a good job with their intro song because it doesn't sound like mm-hmm. anything and they change it with every season yeah and when you hear it you know where the fuck it came from yeah and it kind of went viral for a bit and maybe i just went down the meme rabbit hole but like a lot of people were making these like weird like you know, because there's like very weird noises in it. There's like, it's like weird shit. So like they make noise again. Like there's like squishy noises and it's like, it depends on the season, obviously. But there was a lot of like people online making these weird dance videos. And it wasn't even like, we didn't even have TikTok, but they were like, it was TikTok. They're like, yeah, it was like this whole thing. They're like, oh, when there's a new season and it became like this like whole I mean, maybe it's just I look on the internet too much. <laughs> maybe just there was a lot of videos. You meme too hard. Uh, yeah. What are the the people? They're they're called Foley people that oh, do Foley, Foley artists. Yeah. That I love watching those videos mm-hmm. because pe- I feel like that art is so underappreciated. So Foley oh, yeah. is like the people that make all of the sounds in a movie. Like you think that they open the door and the door that they opened was the one that they filmed. No, Lies. they actually have someone that came in and had a professional door opening the Foley artist that mm-hmm. created the sound or footsteps or um, keys or literally anything, setting my phone down on the table. 
that sound was most likely not recorded on camera. Yeah. They put it in later. So I love watching the videos of the Foley artists make the sounds because they typically are doing a lot of things that like they're crunching lettuce. Yeah. Or, like, know, like, I love the horror sounds. movie ones where they're like, okay, you take a bunch of celery and you crunch it and that's me breaking a bone. And yeah. like you, you're watching these movies and it's because it's synced up so well, you would have no idea. But Absolutely then it's, no idea. It's someone in a room crunching lettuce or yeah, like random like things, yeah. like random food objects or things that you would obviously never even think would make that sound. But I find it fascinating to see. I just said that word fascinating. fascinating like I'm from a different state. Like I'm from North Dakota or something. <laughs> um, where they like find weird things to make sounds that you would have no idea. That's mm -hmm. how have it's you guys done. ever been on Splice? Wait, what is Splice? It's a website where you buy sounds. No, no I was like, I have so the video editing app Splice. I had to edit this like 10 minute film back when I first moved here like two years ago. And so my my walls in my West Hollywood apartment were paper thin. And so I had to spend like three hours a day going through sound. It was like yelling and like fucking shit crashing. But I had to do it really loud because I had like a lot of my audio equipment at the time. And, and you was, have to make sure it sounds yeah, like- Yeah, so I was like, spit. is this atmosphere gonna be like boom? And like, I swear to God my, I mean, they didn't want to say it, but like they would see me on my patio, like taking a break and they would look over and like make sure I didn't have blood on me or anything. Cause they thought she's I was a like, killer. Yeah, she's killing yeah. people. So anyways, I would recommend if you're very bored and you want some nice sounds, go on Splice. Okay. That's my story. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. It was fascinating. Um, so I think that kind of wraps up all of the horror movie soundtrack stuff that I have. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to add or should we move on to, because we have a lot to talk oh, about. I, I feel know. like maybe we should move on to who's next, who's who's up next. Well, mine's some funny shit. Bring but, it. Well, when I first thought of this topic, I was immediately, when I was like, let's do, cause I listened to a lot of like old shit on Spotify and I kept seeing all these nasty album covers. I'm like, who Photoshopped this? This sucks. <laughs> and so like, that's where I was like, well, let's do an episode on like weird album art. And so I started keeping a database in my computer of like all these weird album covers. And like, some of them are so bad that they're good. And some of them are so bad. You're like, what the fuck? So it was like revisiting like 90 songs and like, Things that became so iconic, but when you look at the albums, you're like, well, that's silly. And some you're just like, I don't understand what that means visually, but the songs were litty titty. So I don't. I love her use of the, the term litty, litty titty. titty. So the Dark Lord is gonna, um, he's gonna juxtapose this. He's gonna juxtaposition. He's gonna juxtapose them. And I know you hate this, and I know you hate this, but like sometimes when I'm like in a fungal, I'll listen to Creed. Cause I just feel like it's like, I don't know why it reminds me of like a, my smelly minivan on the East coast. And can I was I, like- Can I bring back a term you used before? Is it country? Is it country? Is it no, it's country? not country. I feel like it is. It's in the realm of Nickelback. I will say that. Which so. I feel like a lot of people that like or not, they don't like country, they do. but they are country. Well, they like hard, soft rock. I don't know what the fuck it's called. It isn't, it, isn't it called cock rock? I might be. Cock yeah. Rock? Cock rock? Dark Lord agrees. For fuck's sake. Oh, we're listening to some cuck rock today. Um, so anyways, I was looking at Creed albums and we can see this here. This was their 2002 Weathered. And as you can tell, what, what is the fuck that? is going happening? on? But what, like, what is around them? But I What's used underneath? To, I know. They look like they're a tree, like What's a tree What's happening stone. over there? What's with the there? baby hand? What's, yeah, exactly. What's with the baby hand? But I would listen to this you'll all understand, the time. You'll understand, you'll see yeah. the visual and you'll, this will I make sense. I owned this CD, a CD, and I had this as a, a cover and I never questioned it. What well, the fuck? Here's the thing though. I feel like when you, we were younger and we used to go to the what? warehouse or Blockbuster and you'd buy your CDs. What is he looking at? I don't. What's on his chin? Exactly. It's, it's like, and also <laughs> who photoshopped this? What did this guy, he's like, yeah, that like, that makes me look really and good. And is that so many? <laughs> like, yeah. Like if I was in this band and this is what I don't understand guys. If I was in a band and I was in a rock band and someone photoshopped Cock my rock. face on a tree and I, and I would have to approve it and be like, yeah, this looks really good guys. Oh wait, okay. Now see they're holding That's, a tool. Is that a rose? I think they're it. chiseling oh. their faces in the they're, ch but, they're chiseling their faces into a tree stump. Oh yeah, because he, he has a hammer right there. But does that make any sense at all? And no. I like how he has his hand with a ring on yeah, it. Yeah, he's very pronounced in his uh, in his reason there. But I, it's just not very good. And yeah. So, is your favorite song on that album? No. Can you sing it? Can we no. sing it together? What's no. your favorite song? Is it the one? Oh, with all my wide open. open. 
That's it. Everything can change. I'll show you love, but not for me because I hate everyone. I'll show you everything. On to their next album <laughs> called Human Clay. It came out in 1999, so we're going back in time. As you can see, they did a shit job of this guy <laughs> coming out of the field on a four-way street in what looks to be a stormy weather with a yo-yo. It looks oh, like no, he's, he's, he's holding time. time. He's holding time. time. It looks like something that would be a Burning Man. He looks like, you know those weird 3D videos that have been popular lately where it's like- The, the person walking. Yeah, like there's weird walking ones and he looks like before- The baby the dancing. Baby and dancing. Where they- And just yeah, look mm. at this sweet drop shadow. <laughs> well, you, the problem that is, was, is that the- the designer put the words in there like, oh wait, I can't read it because yeah. the street is yeah, wide. Oh, we don't, we don't need to capitalize it, God forbid. No, no so, it's all lowercase because creed is all uppercase. Yeah. So you have to yeah. juxtapose. Yeah. What is juxtapose? Juxtapose Joshai. <laughs> Gotta juxtapose, juxtapose it. So regardless of these being shit, I'm still okay with creed. Do you still have them? No, they're, they're in New Hampshire. Discs? I'd oh. have to like break into the house that I used to live in. Oh, nobody needs compact discs. So then I was like, I am, I'm a multifaceted lady and I like uh, <laughs> cock rock, are. I guess. She's a and I, I sometimes listen to nasty rap music and I was like, well, let me go back in the books here. And then I looked at Snoop Dogg's album and this was like very common for rappers is to put a bunch yeah. of shit that they own. A lot of things. Yeah. yeah. In one photo. Because you have to show yep, how you have much to show, stuff you have. And it's Snoop Dogg's Snoop World. So he's got all of his shit. Just in case you don't know who put the album out. None of the shadows make any sense. <laughs> um, you can clearly <laughs> see. None of the shadows. That there is. That dog what, might be that there. That dog might be there. <laughs> We're not but sure which dogs are uh, photoshopped and which dogs Wait, are actually. There's a, yeah, yeah, there's a helicopter. Oh, the hel there's a fish. I think. There's, there's a flying fish. I think it's a trap. Yeah, I think they're fighting. There's not one house, but two houses. You know what I really, and I just realized this, and I don't like on. when people show the bottom of their shoe. Yeah. Like no one needs yeah. to see that. Well, and wants it's very you to big. Know he's wearing that type of shoe. I don't know what type And of then look is. at this font. You can't even read it. The game is to be sold, not to be told. That's the album name? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Snoop The World. game is- That's what makes no sense. It's like, what is this? Snoop I think that's, that might be Explain yourself. Might be his manifesto, but I jiggity jam to this all the time. <laughs> Do you remember the, the, sing, the EP off of that album? I mean, I don't, so. That's no. the most popular song on that album. Snoop Dogg has had well, a lot Snoop of songs. Snoop Dogg's biggest album was the one with the green as the cover. Nope. Da -na 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 -na. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is one of my personal We're favorites. We're musical professionals, as you can tell. So <laughs> as we go back in time, I listen to this lovely playlist called Yacht Rock, and it's on Spotify. What? We Yacht Rock out. And so occasionally you'll get um, a combination of these old fucks who make okay music but this was in 1979 it was uh, John Stewart now to anyone who just looks at this they'd be like that's a guy he photoshopped in a flying um, air band airstream air um, I thought it was a muni but bus then, <laughs> that's how you know I've lived in San Francisco for too long then oh, who the fuck a, is a this creepy smiley man in the background and it Wait, looks like Bruce and, Jenner <laughs> before he was a woman <laughs> I really maybe this was his persona. Maybe. I really feel like in in a retrospective the the time of compact disc art and like album art because I feel like old like vinyl art was a little there was some weird wacky stuff but mm -hmm. I feel like people like it paid a little expected. bit more attention. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. like compact disc art was very much like nobody there was no art approval. I feel no, like no because that's the thing and like so Photoshop didn't come out till 1987 but they had like you know programs seven really that yeah old? I know. Huh. I, I love it I more than I love that, most people. That um, version looked like probably like shit. But um, <laughs> couldn't do anything. What I like because I I shoot like bands on weekends. So for me, there's so many people to approve. There's like the label. There's the artist. There's yeah. the person paying for it. And then like they'll literally be like, my nostrils too big, and I have to go and redo it. And I'm like, fuck you guys. But I still love everyone because they pay me. But um, <laughs> the fact that this shit gets approved, I don't know who approved but I'm it. I'm also thinking it's just a a sign of the times because this that's is a sorry time. we all knew no, but that's in bad what taste. good things looked like. No, this is I, low res. If I was eight years old and someone said, this is your album cover, I'd be like, I don't think so. That's would you rather what? have that? Yes. Yes, yeah, I would I rather have that. I am going back to Miami yeah. just so I could this see that. This makes me want a biscuit. That is a, is that his real that's hair? That's his real hair, I well, think. his, maybe not real hair, maybe it's a wig. Wade Cochran, he must have listened to Cock Rock. <laughs> this was in 2005, that's what's oh, crazy. Wow. 
So someone tried to make it look old. Yeah, it looks kind of vintagey. Yeah. It looks dumb. And then my favorite. What are you? I, what? Lil like Wayne. Stunt oh, my daddy. Oh, Lil so, Wayne. Yeah. I just feel like this. What year was that? This was around 2005. 2005 to 2007. But this was like such a thing where it was like, you know, it was the age of Lil Bow Wow and all this shit where they just threw. They're like, I can. That was like the minimalist version. I can pay version. for a thousand doves. So I'm going to have a thousand doves. Oh, is that on, what that is? Yeah, I thought it was doves. clouds. I thought yeah, they were chickens. Doves. It's but country. this was my country. shit <laughs> when I was a wee lass. And like, what is the font? The diamond, the, like, oh, it's font? like metal plating. It's, on yeah, the, it's like a car, it. like a vehicle, just like swooped in. They're like, I'm gonna write your name, bitch. I feel like if we um, just had all of these, if you never heard the music and you were judging these artists by their album artwork, it would be you a would real, never you fucking would never listen buy to it. it. I would never buy any of it. No. So those are like my my little hello I like you and then hello I hello like I love you. you the prodigy's album with the fucking crab like what is that but also intriguing also intriguing because he's in he's in real time but the sea is in fast, fast. motion very it's showing, blurry yeah. it's showing his it's showing his depth his depth perception but I listen <laughs> I don't to know how the prodigy daily and I see the crab and I'm like fuck that crab but I like you. <laughs> So it's iconic. This is what iconic means. And then this is what <laughs> Soundgarden. I'm getting to my last two and then this I'll stop. This is what iconic means. This, I didn't know this was a person until I looked at it harder. And I, it looks like it a looks bat like boy. It, well, he looks yeah, kind of like, like he's being possessed, but also very iconic. Also, what the are fuck? Are these people too? I think those are his hands, but I've never figured out why. I don't know. If I anyone, think if you are in any of these bands and you have any insight like you would like to add, yeah. you can DM us. Yeah. We'd love to understand. And then my, this one I had to Close also Google how to pronounce. Yeah, this is my favorite. It's Ramstein. And it's like Zen Schucht or something like that. Zen Schucht. Zen Zucht. Zen Zucht. But this reminds me of something that I feels like, it like, a, like, feels like a horror movie. Oh, like, yeah. If I yeah. had a horror movie, like this would be what I want my soundtrack to but look like. But that actually fits when you think of the band and yeah. you think of, and you see the album art. And I think that's what is either like kind of draws you to it or intrigues you so much is when it, it works. You're like, oh, that's it's cool. iconic to them. When it doesn't yeah. work, you're like, wow, I want to understand. And sometimes it's enough of a weird thing that you want to spend money on it. Yeah. But most of the time not. I mean, unless you're like <laughs> weird Al and weird is your shtick. I feel like some of these are questionable now that I'm looking at them again. And I'm like, oh, fuck. With your adult. Who you manage Yeah. <laughs> Who you manage The fuck? Fired. Yeah. But if you ever get bored, I would say go down the rabbit hole of like weird album covers. And well, and I think it's something now that is very much underappreciated because now that people don't go buy oh, yeah. CDs. No, no. You know, a uh, fun fact, Cameron and I, this was like months ago, we went to Best Buy and we were looking for, I don't remember what album came out, but we were looking for like to buy a CD and they don't have them anymore. Oh, crazy. What? Like they, it's gone. The whole set, they have DVDs in there and mostly just Blu-rays, but it's all like, you can't buy them. And the guy, we were trying to buy an also like a CD player for like a sound system mm -hmm. for CDs that we already have. And he's like, yeah, we have usually have one, but you have to buy it online. And I'm like, I don't feel like that was that long ago, but now everything uh, is digital. So you're not yeah. seeing, yeah. right? Like where well, there's no warehouse, there's no Blockbuster, there's no like- Target sells CDs. Cause I got Walmart? the Hamilton one. Oh yeah, they Walmart. have like a little section. They have a small section. It's but, always the popular stuff. The whole point of me like going on that rant is you don't appreciate album art anymore mm -hmm. because we don't see it. Now yeah. it's like on iTunes or Spotify and it's a little tiny square like icon that isn't big enough for you to zoom in on. So yeah. people don't even really look at it as much yeah. anymore. Everything I do, I have to size. Like I have the aspect ratio in my head for Spotify because everything's under 1500 by 1500. And yeah. I'm like, I can never envision anything as a poster, anything as a billboard because no right. one wants that. And, and you, mm -hmm. you see like the major artists that have billboards and posters yeah. and stuff like that. But for the majority of artists that are like producing their own content or, you know, smaller scale people, it's not a, I don't think people are making seed, like. That's kind of a bummer. Like if I was in a, a band. I think they do. Cause I, cause um, I have a CD thingy. Player? CD, a CD player, player? In my car. <laughs> so um, I'll usually listen to my phone, like, um, like Apple music yeah. and stuff for Bluetooth. But every now and then, like if I'm just going somewhere quick or if I don't want to use my phone, like I'll just have a CD in there. Yeah. And there's some bands I listen to and they'll still sell CDs. I think they just probably must do like smaller runs on it. Yeah. Cause 
I don't know who else is buying it other than me. And I guess that's true because um, my car before this one had uh, like, it had a, a screen on it, like for your navigation, but it flipped down and then there was a CD player behind it. Oh. And what was cool is you could put your CDs in and it would record them to a drive. So you could put them in and then you didn't have to like switch oh, your discs out. But the newer one doesn't have that. And they're like, it's an upgrade. And I'm like, I kind of feel like it's a downgrade a, because yeah, you're taking of, something away. Yeah, I have a box of CDs that I don't really have anything to play them on and, except for your computer. But Computers it's don't have most. Yeah, yeah you have, it's a separate thingies. thing. You have to get yeah. like a drive Ooh, to mm -hmm. put into it. I have drive. a story, which I hope he's not listening to this. Um, I had a client two years ago, and I had to do a movie poster, and he was so OCD about not having people take the images that he mailed me a CD, and I couldn't put it in my computer with all the images on it. You're like, I don't. And I then, can't use so then this. I had to have my friend come over, transfer everything because he had an old as shit computer, and then when I'm done. He's like, can you send the CD back so that no one will take them? And I'm like, like, dude, everything's late. on my computer. Yeah. If someone hacks me, we're all fucked. And they're old wrestlers, so fuck you. <laughs> Nobody cares, Nobody buddy. Nobody cares about these pecs. Everyone Just cares. You. But I feel like that was such a, I mean, it wasn't, CDs were around for a long time. They're still around. But it's so crazy to see technology and you think for artists. Like mm -hmm. you, to sell a CD, you would be able to charge, what was a CD? Like 12, yeah. $13? Yeah, something um, like that. Now you're selling an album on iTunes or on Spotify and what are they charging? Like sometimes they still charge around $10, There's but usually 10. a lot of the times they will sell them for a lot cheaper mm -hmm. to to get that like no brainer, okay, I'll spend five bucks, I don't care. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it makes it a lot harder for particular artists to make money yeah. and oh, now no. with how easy to, it is to rip music. Yeah, they. I mean, and also if you're buying it from like Spotify or Apple Music, or wherever these streaming sites, um, the uh, bands and the artists are only getting a small chunk of that. So if you buy yeah. a, a, a um, like, cause I think the songs are usually like 99 cents, but then you can buy like all the, the whole, the whole album, album yeah. for like a set price. But like from those 99 cents, they're probably only getting like 10 cents. Yeah. And like they're getting like crazy. nothing, which is crappy. And that's why I s actually switched from Spotify to Apple music because um, with each play, uh, Spotify was paying artists less than Apple music was. So I have a lot of friends and bands, so yeah. I'm like, I want to try to support as much as I can. So I'm going to listen to it on Apple Music instead. But um, yeah, I mean, artists at this point kind of only make money from tours. And yeah, stuff, which and is like merch, band yeah. merch and stuff. So don't steal people's music, y'all. Yes. Pay for <laughs> it on the internet. Um, or buy their CD if they yes, have a CD. CD. Or buy their record. Buy yeah, I buy records Which now. is cool because yeah. records, vinyls are coming back. And a lot of people that, um, like newer bands are mm -hmm. releasing their stuff on vinyl. And it's also like a cool collector's yeah. item. But yeah. a lot of kids now are like, well, what do you do with that? And it's like, well, you listen to it. They're also <laughs> making them super visually compelling. Because like yeah. Third Man Records, I think they're in Nashville. Um, Jack White owns it and he does these crazy like patterns for everyone. Oh, who they're, signs yeah, it. they're yeah, super they're, cool. They're like oh, see-through cool. and there's like these like, like you do like blood splatter in it, like ink blots, all that shit. But it's just very like, I'm signed up to his uh, mailing subscription, even though I don't have a record player, so I suck. <laughs> but the records are just so cool because they're very carefully thought out. So it's almost mm -hmm. like an experience rather than downloading an album. Yeah. yeah. It's an actual effort rather than just grabbing your phone and clicking a button yeah. and then, you know. Sometimes you open it and stickers pop out. What, yeah, what yeah. Dark Cameron's saying, what it used to be is like, it dark was. Dark Cameron. <laughs> I was saying Dark Lord and then I said Dark Cameron. <laughs> um, You're revealing his like, the secret identity. People are gonna know <laughs> who he well, is. I mean, who else did you think it was? Um, yeah, listening to music was like, you you did it purposefully. Like you. It was an experience. It was an experience mm -hmm. yeah. you, you would like put your record on, you would sit down and enjoy a beverage. What? Didn't we have an issue in um, Salem with the thing playing the same song? Oh my God. In our, in our like Airbnb that with the ceiling was really low, we had the record player, remember? And there was, was like only like the same one. Fucking song. Cause there was only like one record in there. We even flipped it over. No, it was literally the same. It played the same song, remember? No, cause it, was, it wasn't like a full album. It was just no, like shit. a- Oh, so it was like a, a single. Of, yeah, yeah, it was a single, yeah. all right. EP? EP? Yeah. EP, LP. <laughs> and then they were, I think our friend Abe would like go flip it over, but it was, it was the same like, song. We were like trying to chill out with our fucking honeydew donuts. And we're like, this sounds familiar. I think uh, I've heard this one before. Uh, um, but speaking of uh, records and vinyls, yes, you're coming in brought, with a good fun thing. Coming in yeah. hot. We, coming in hot. Uh, we, you said spooky music. And of course I, 
I thought of one of my favorite conspiracies, because it's just ridiculous, which is the Paul is dead conspiracy, uh, for those of you at home who don't know what it is. So the Beatles, I'm hoping you know who the Beatles <laughs> Hopefully are. Hopefully you know who the Beatles are. Um, if you don't, we don't want to be your friends. Yeah, Hope you know who Soup Plantation is, is too. <laughs> um, so basically in the height of the Beatles fame, there was a rumor that went around that Paul McCartney, who was a member of the Beatles, actually died. And because they were such a huge band, um, they didn't want, they thought that a death of one of the Beatles would basically create mass hysteria. There would be mass suicides, which- It absolutely would have. There would have, because I yeah, mean, just sure. when we saw with Kurt Cobain, when he died, there were some um, copycat murders after that. So um, it definitely, if it would have happened, there probably would have been something. I don't think it actually happened, so. But hey, anyways. you know, let's divulge all the evidence <laughs> and let people decide for themselves. Yeah, I am going to, I actually brought some stuff too, so I'll pull those up in a second. But the conspiracy said that basically the Beatles were in the recording studio. Uh, Paul and John got into a fight. So Paul got into his car, headed home, and got into a car accident that killed him on November 9th, 1966. So um, this rumor kind of, kind of, became a bigger deal around uh, 1967 and then became even bigger because a professor at a college wrote about it because he kind of heard about it and he's like, oh, this is weird. And he started looking into um, the Beatles albums and started kind of seeing things and going, okay, this is- Like connecting the like, dots. Yeah, connecting the dots, thinking that the Beatles were putting hints that Paul was actually dead in their songs and in their album art. Um, so that kind of sprouted more around 1969. Um, so they said that um, Paul died and that they replaced him with a lookalike um, named William, let me see, I know, Shatner. William Campbell, but- uh, Is William, William Campbell a real person? Like that you can look up? That's I mean, what I, think I was there's someone wondering. With that well, name. I'm sure there's a William Campbell, yeah. but- um, I think um, they were saying that someone of that name won a lookalike contest. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but then they were saying that his middle name was Shears. So William Shears Campbell, which if you know the Beatles, there's the kind of character of Billy Shears. Mm -hmm. So in the songs they say, so let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears. So they're saying like, that's kind of a hint too. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that always, that gets me excited and I love is that, um, they think that there's all these hints in the um, album art. So this is Sgt. Pepper. There's a lot on this one. Um, so you have the Beatles here. Um, Get those fabulous outfits. I know. Oh they're, my goodness. Um, so Paul is holding the only black instrument, which usually like black is kind of related with death. Mm -hmm. So they think that's one of the hints. Um, a hand is being held over his hands or his head, uh, which apparently in some form signifies death mm -hmm. and there's a lot of that that pops up a lot in a lot of the art where there is a hands over Paul's head so they were thinking that that is what that meant uh, this figure here has a line in his head so they're saying that's kind of like a crack oh, okay um uh there's a, a guitar here it has three strings so uh Paul played the bass and then they can also, they're saying that you can also see Paul written in it. So a P, A, U, and then an L. What? Could you imagine being on set and having all these requirements to get this shot? Be like, they're make like, sure the three <laughs> lines are there, you dickhead. Otherwise, <laughs> this is going to be wrong. Photoshop didn't this come out until 87. Yeah, and they're all like, why though? And they're like, shut up. You don't you, need to know. You don't need to know. It's, yeah. it's a thing. Um, they are saying if you hold a, a mirror up here, so this will be. Like upside down? It's or like, the reflection so of it, like, the mirror image. Yeah. Um, have a mirror? I don't know. It would if have to be I'm like trying to mirror, pronounce it, it have backwards. To be flat. Yeah, it would have to be flat. But it's oh, it says mirror. that it reads one. Oh. So like the so the L becomes a one, and then it says one. Um, so that would equal eleven, which is the eleventh month, which is November. And then the next ones is an I and an X, which would be the Roman numeral for nine. Um, which, so he, they say he died on November, November 9th. 9th. And then the last part reads out, he die, 
which is Paul. You he, know, he died. He died. No, he just died. That's he died. also country. <laughs> Shut up, motherfucker. Um, I'm only going to point out some of this stuff because literally the list is so long because, I mean. The one on the back is a good girl one, though, right? on there. He's my daddy. <laughs> so the back cover features a photo of the Beatles, and Paul is the only one with his back to the camera. Because he died. Because He's he instructing died. them how to function. <laughs> um, and then also George... Uh, George Harrison is pointing up and he's pointing at some lyrics that read Wednesday morning at five o'clock. Um, so they're saying that uh, Paul died at five o'clock in the morning on November 9th, which if you go back, it was a Wednesday. They don't have time though, right? I mean, I guess time, like the I actual mean, time yeah, of death. I don't know probably... if the conspiracy people know. Um, on the you inside, messed up conspiracy folks. <laughs> um, features this lovely photo of them. Um, on Paul's, uh, shoulder is a patch that, and it looks like it reads, um, it says OP what? OP. OP. I can't see oh, that O-P-D. last. OPD. OPD. Which they say stands for officially pronounced dead, but it actually is a patch that's, um, reads OPP. Um, which, down is with OPP? A, which is a thing. Yeah. I'm only down with the sickness. <laughs> But okay, can we also circle back to like an album with art that makes sense for like obviously the name of the album is is weird, but the the art and everything around it it like makes sense kind of. It doesn't yeah. make sense, I but wonder, it makes sense. I wonder if he asked permission for all of these nice people to be I'm in sure. there. I'm sure. I'm sure they're like like some of them are dead. But Alistair Crowley's on there. Uh, who Marilyn is this Monroe. I'm not sure who that is, That's but a clown man. if you look online, you can actually see. Um, like a list of everybody. They, yeah, there's actually a really cool thing. There's this website where they um, they they show this, but then you can switch to another view, which is just the outlines of everyone, and they Whoa. have numbers. Oh, that's cool. So you can look at the list of and who see they are. Who exactly, that's cool. everyone is. Um, but someone thought about this. I, there's definitely art approval on this. Oh yeah. Who's that? I think it's like a little Shirley Temple doll. Is that or she's or somewhere on here? She looks like she needs a squatty potty. <laughs> she's a, a lot squatty. of weird things on there. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, so and you actually, don't you don't believe the? I think that's too much to uh, to be. Well, I think it doesn't stop there. Oh shit! <laughs> There's a lot. So oh, this, I'm sorry, everyone. So this no, is no, don't be sorry. I'm Road. very intrigued. Um, I'm pretty sure this one came out pretty close, uh, like after um, they say he died. So um, everyone knows this. This is a very iconic um, album cover. So um, they say that. The arrangement of the Beatles and what they're wearing represents is kind of like telling. Um, so we, John is up in the front and he is wearing all white. So he is kind of like this holy man Jesus. leading them. Yep. Yes. Kind of like um, Ringo is wearing all black, kind of representing an undertaker. George Harrison is wearing all jean. Kind denim. Of Whoa, all denim. He's, daddy. He is pulling Ooh. that denim, denim. Uh, denim, daddy. Um, looking very good. Uh, so he is kind of the undertaker. He is like the. He's kind of like in a Undertaker outfit, and then there is Paul, who, yeah. Oh, he's the working man. He looks man. like he's like, about to I go. I thought in. Ringo was the Undertaker. Well, he looks or like the, he's about to go. Uh, J.C. Penny, Gravedigger. Sorry, Gravedigger. Grave oh. So he comes in after the procession. Got it. Um, then there is Paul, who is wearing no shoes. I never noticed that he was wearing no shoes. Wait, are his feet just really white? Yeah, it yeah. looks like white shoes, but it's no shoes. Um, so he's, he's gonna he's get not- athlete's foot. <laughs> He's not wearing shoes. He is out of step with all the other Beatles, which kind of singles him out a little bit. And you know Your they for sure were like, him. one, two, three, left foot first. Um, and then he is, Paul is left-handed, but he is smoking his cigarette with his right hand. So they're saying like, Wait. the person who they replaced him with was oh. right-handed, not left-handed, and made a mistake. Um, it gets even deeper. <laughs> Oh yeah, so he is, he is representing the corpse. Um, he's like just in like a plain suit and has no shoes on. Um, this white beetle car back here, uh, the license plate has at the top LMW, which they say represents um, Linda McCartney weeping or Linda McCartney widow, widow. Um, which is Paul's wife. And then underneath it says 28 
28-I-F. So they're saying 28-if he had lived. So he would have been 28 if he had lived. Mm-hmm. And that's correct? Like he would have been 28 if? I, I get- think so. I'm pretty sure the math checks out. But um, yeah, so that's one of the things. So he would be in the 27 club, eh? If it was accurate? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, on the back, it says Beatles Abbey Road. Um, but there's these dots here. And if you connect them in a certain way, it's kind of makes a three. Mm-hmm. So there's three beetles. So now that <gasps> Paul is dead, there's only three original beetles left. I mean, I love a good conspiracy. And although I know most of the time the people that like come up with these stories have, first of all, way too much time on their hands. Um, and just the human brain, like we see patterns. Right. Like our brain is is made to see patterns in different things. So it's not a huge stretch. But we, we can also be influenced to see certain patterns that aren't necessarily there or don't have any meaning and justify them if enough people tell you that that's oh, yeah. a thing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think what would be interesting is like on those certain things, like what is that license plate? Is there any other, has there any been any other information to say what the alternative could mean? You yeah. know, because people are justifying be what they think. What? Linda, whatever, wiping. What? Are we back to the squatty potty somehow? <laughs> somehow uh, Ashley's going to talk about the squatty potty. and wiping are weeping only a few consonants away from each other. That's true. And they're both sometimes, W words. Sometimes we just got to investigate further. Um, winning. Yeah. Um, so Whipping. the last. So Maybe she was a dom. <laughs> Maybe she was a dom. <laughs> Maybe she was a dom. <laughs> um, so I don't have the Magical Mystery Tour album, unfortunately. There's a few that I'm missing. Um, but in that one. There's, um, so that album was special because it came with, the American version um, came with a, basically like a little magazine filled with photos of the Beatles from the movie. Um, So in that one, um, well, the cover features the Beatles and on the cover, Paul is dressed in all black and he's kind of making this pose. So they're saying it's him kind of making a crucifixion pose. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is this I real or not? I think the Beatles not? is on Yacht Rock. Keep going. Oh but I think- gosh. Really? Yeah. Weird. I feel like um, that doesn't apply to Weird Rock, or okay. great. On the inside. So in the photos, there's many different shots where Paul, there's a hand above his head. Um, I'm interested one. to know what the hand, like in what religion does That's the hand the thing, above like, the head mean? I... I watched Cameron um, saying if it's supposed to be wait, the rays. I don't know. I think it's like someone was saying that it was um, an Eastern mysticism, but then another one they said that it doesn't represent anything in any known religion or anything like that. So I think it's something that people just like, started noticing, and it was a common kind of thing to be like, let's make this it. something. Yeah, because yeah. we're seeing it happen more than once. Yeah, I know the yeah, Jesus they rays, had, like, the rays, but it's it's that, but they, it's like the hand is always like this or something. Looks like some Satan shit. Um, what does it say backwards? He die. He die. He die. He die. Um, oh, th- this one also has another really good word thing. Uh, there's a shot where Paul's sitting at a desk and it has a little, like a little piece of paper on the table and it says, I was. Oh. So like I was alive or something. He died. I, I was. I was short. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it doesn't say that. It has something else in the middle to, of, of them that it just... Once you have it in your head and you're looking at it, you're like, oh, that's a clue. Well, they also had, like, if you look at the Beatles had a ton of different music, a ton of different albums. Oh, yeah. But they, they were all so different and unique and some would say wacky. But there was there's so much that I guess would lend itself to a conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. like to be able to, like, find a bunch of things because there were so many, like, iconic well, photos yeah. and albums. I and- was going to say, a lot of shows right now, I'll go on YouTube and I'll try to find, like, interviews with the actors or, like, with the animators, and there's always, like, at least five conspiracy videos about the conspiracies of the shows. And I'm always like, you can pretty much craft anything into mm-hmm. a conspiracy view. Like, I watched one on Rick and Morty, and granted, there's a lot of, like, nuggets in it, but it went down such a spiral that I, I can't watch it anymore because I'm like, I don't know what this even means anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean... You watch shows like that and you're like, people are on drugs and yeah. that's how you justify it. <laughs> no, but there's crazy little things where they're like, this little nugget means that and it points to this and that's the Illuminati. And you're like, what? But it's like stuff like even in bands and like even, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just so many things where you could craft. A, oh, yeah. Like there was the whole thing where um, there was uh, clones of celebrities and like Avril Lavigne had a, a double or she was cloned and that's why her music changed to like shit. And <sighs> 
Poor Avril. Uh, oh B.O.B. claimed he was a, a clone from Clone Aid. So did uh, Lil Boo. Like, if you look this stuff up, huh. it's crazy. Lil Boo. But anyways, it, it could be just like a lie and they're fabricating their own conspiracy to pump up their- Well, yeah, like, like that's, um, some people were thinking that they did this because um, a lot of the clues are also in the music. I'm not gonna, I'm already going through such a long list. I'm not gonna do all the music clues, but there's a lot where they say, if you play the record backwards, it I says a secret <laughs> message. Those always get me. But the thing is, is that, that kills your record. So they were saying that they were saying these things so that people would buy ruin these records, their records, ruin their records, and then and have buy to go more. buy another one. Genius marketing. <laughs> but no one has come out saying, from Capitol Records saying that they did this, so. Right. Can we, can we play our theme song backwards them. for the intro of this episode? Oh my yeah, God. It sounds like Hail it's Satan like, and yeah. stuff like that in it. That would be great if it said Probably something. Probably sounds weird. <laughs> that would be really good. Uh, one more for Magical Mystery Tour. Um, there's a shot where they're all in white suits and all of them have red roses on theirs, except for Paul, he has a black one, which again, there's that. He black. died. He's gone. He died. He died. <laughs> he died. Um, white album doesn't have much because it is a, white a album? very plain cover. Which I love, cover, a which good, is, clean. It's, it's very cool. And, and all of the original ones have like this number in the corner. So, um, but on the inside, this one also gives you this pullout. I'm gonna be very careful with this because- Fragile. It's very fragile. Um, that has all these really cool photos. Is it like a booklet? Yeah, it's like, like a little Andy Warhol so shit. Uh, so John Lennon, uh, Paul in the bath, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But they Party say- in the front, Paul in the back. <laughs> That's what they say on the streets before That's he die. So this, Is it like a full poster if you it's unfold it? It's a full it? poster, cool. yeah. So I this one, so as you can see, there's just like all these really great candid photos of the Beatles, but they're saying that this photo right here mm -hmm. is the only known photo of William Shears Campbell, the guy who uh, took the place like a, of He looks Paul. like a mime. I'm pretty sure it's just Paul being weird and put on glasses and yeah. it was a while where he had the little mustache. Uh, but yeah, so that's what, that's what they say. That's what the conspiracy theorists say is that this was the Beatles um, basically you, putting the only known photo of, this is of him his, before his plastic surgery and all the transformation stuff. So that's why they say Paul kind of looks a little funny, but. So, but here's the thing. So think about that time. And so they're, they're assuming that this guy won a lookalike contest, but obviously he didn't look exactly, exactly like yeah. him. So he would have had to have plastic surgery, would have had to have uh, body modifications to make him yep. resemble him enough where people wouldn't notice a difference. Because you think about the Beatles fans, they were crazy. Yeah. And you see like old uh, footage of like the women fans and mm -hmm. like, oh, I feel goodness. like if there was anything off, people would have been able to tell. Yeah. So think about plastic surgery at the time too. It's not like plastic, it's not like surgery today. now. You can bring a photo yeah. in and be like, I want to look like this person and chances are they I want to look get, like a cat and they'll maybe make he you fully he did go in and he'd die. Yeah. When he <laughs> he'd die. He'd die. <laughs> um, but this was also around the time when the Beatles weren't as public. So this was when they were kind of over being the Beatles. They kind of were in the, the process of disbanding. Um, they had their last concert in San Francisco at Candlestick Park, like a little bit before this whole like rumor thing started. So that's, they stopped doing concerts. They didn't need to, they were selling enough records. Right. They were making enough money doing their side stuff too. Right. They, I mean, they're the, yeah, they've sold so many records. They didn't need to tour anymore. So they, and at that time touring was not fun. Um, like, you know, you go to a concert today, there's speakers, you can hear things, everything's amplified. Yeah. This wasn't a time when like, you didn't have any of that, so it never sounded good. Um, it's very different It's now. very different. And also because of the mania, like they would, like there's footage of like wild girls jumping on oh, stage, sure. trying to touch their favorite Beatle. Yeah. Um, a rumor came out that the Beatles- um, what? Like, Sorry. Your player. Sorry. Yeah. Which Beatle? Which touch Beatle? their favorite Which Beatle? Beatle? <laughs> Are you a Ringo? Um, but they were like a. It got out that the Beatles liked jelly beans. So well, who doesn't the next, like jelly beans? But I only like jelly bars. Oh, they are throwing them at them. They oh, basically shit. like pellet yep. guns. Yep. The audience were throwing jelly beans. Could you at imagine them. being bruised from beans? Yeah. The next day, it's like sugary who, who beans. Who abused you? It's like my fans my knew fans. I liked jelly beans. God damn it! And then it's it. not like you're catching them in your mouth; they're bouncing off you yeah. and hitting the dirty yep. floor. Oh, and you're like stepping on them, yeah. and it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, there's some great uh, concert shots where it's 
you just, the, the stage is littered with jelly beans because it just got out that they liked they it so much. You should have said they, they like money. They didn't want to. Yeah. Um, I love money. I love dollars. <laughs> I have one more. I love dollars. Please throw dollars. I like marshmallows, me. but money makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> throw the money. Um, so this is Beatles yesterday and today. Um, this is not the original. So this one came out before Paul died. Um, so this one shouldn't have any Anything? type of indication, but they do say that this- Which puts a giant hole in the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um, I know, I think, right? <laughs> um, but this isn't the original cover. The original cover, I don't, oh. unfortunately, I don't have it. The original cover was the three of them sitting in kind of like white lab coats and they had like dismembered baby part, baby doll parts all over around them with like meat because it was kind of like a, um, they were kind of speaking out against like the Vietnam War and stuff like that. Um, so then it could not be a hole because this was a different cover that came out later. A little bit later, okay. yeah, because that one got banned mm -hmm. um, because people were so disgusted by it. Um, I'm disgusted so that one's by that really haircut. Hard. What do you mean? That's it a looks like me. cut. It looks like me when oh I was God, throwing they're off. the cutest. Anyways, mm. uh, but people say if you turn this one on its side, Paul's in a coffin. Oh yeah, oh. cute. He died. He, died. he died. He died. <laughs> but that's just one of the things where it's like you look at it later and you see it because um, I actually wrote down Joy Division had kind of the same problem. So um, before Closer uh, came out, unfortunately, Ian Curtis killed himself. Um, but the cover features three figures mourning a, a fourth figure laying down. So they... Fans kind of thought it was kind of disgusting because they're like, well, Ian just died. But I mean, the band had chosen the photo. Right. And they probably right. ahead of time. Right. Um, which it, it was actually a, um, a photo of a statue, which was the Lamentation of Christ. So which actually has four figures. But um, it's just something like that where you obviously you choose these things and you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And it just so happens that something tragic happens. And now you point at it and you go, well, they were trying to tell us something. Yeah, it was a sign. And maybe it was a sign. Maybe it was just coincidence. But like you were talking about before, um, when you pick, like from your standpoint, you pick the one that looks the best. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, like in and there's a lot of time and effort that goes into producing the shoot and getting everything mm -hmm. ready that it's not just so easy to be like, well, let's just do it again or let's just change it or let's make it different. Yeah. Um, and especially at the time now you can Photoshop pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. Don't um, tell my clients that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very difficult. You should pay that's extra, an extra for that. Fee. It's an upcharge. Um, yes, not um, in jelly but beans. But then also just how long things took. So like, yeah, you would- Absolutely, this, yeah. You would choose this record or like, you know, this album art, but it took time to create it, like mass produce it and then get it onto store shelves. Take so. a photo and develop the film. Uh -huh. And you know, and there wasn't like a digital camera where, oh, you don't like that one, let's do it again. Like yeah. you had to shoot so much. There was no like raw files where they right. could look and tether and be like on set, this is good. Yeah. It's like, that didn't work. So. And I think yeah. that's that brings more of the magic to it because everything that happened happened without everyone's eyes saying like, oh, I don't like that angle or I don't mm -hmm. like this. It was just the magic of the artists and the camera and the photographer. Yeah, yeah. Um, which brings me back to this, to the Sgt. Pepper um, album cover where this was actually, this isn't Photoshopped. Like they actually had all these standees and they had the flowers laid out. They had someone who like actually like put all this stuff out and then the Beatles, this is actually them at the time. So. Um, there's a lot of different shots from this shoot where they're in different poses. Mm -hmm. um, some are standing, some are sitting around it. Um, so, so they're changing different instruments. So basically the whole Paul is dead because he is holding the black instrument and he is standing in a certain way. Doesn't mean anything because yeah. if you look, there's like 20, 20 other, other photos shots. from that yeah. day where he is holding one of the gold instruments or he's sitting or yeah. he's not like, you know, so um, yeah, it's very interesting. I, I think that people that come up with conspiracy theories are very smart people usually because to be able to craft that many stories and things. Mm -hmm. And I guess if you already had your, your theory, your, your whole overarching story of your theory, you can sit and find a bunch of stuff and be oh, like, yeah. okay, this can mean this, this can mean that. Um, but just to come up with something kind of so outlandish and then mm -hmm. not only that, but to get a group of people 
Because the conspiracy yeah. theory is just a story until you get a group of people that until believe it. people actually believe it and, and people start, start spreading it. That's exactly. how coming up with more. Yeah. That's how the cult starts. Yeah, man. <laughs> Paul is dead cult. <laughs> uh, he died. He died. He died. We should all get that That's on That's what like the, a the name of the episode's going to be. He, he died. Die. We're going to get that tattooed on us somewhere. He died. Um, die. So you don't believe it's real. Do you believe it's real? No. I don't believe it's real. But I don't like, I don't, I... It's weird because I listened to the Beatles when I was really young because I used to listen to Breakfast with the Beatles when I used to go to the mm. beach, which mm-hmm. now I don't go to the beach. But when I was little, I did. They still and do Breakfast with the Beatles I just, on, like, I forget what the station is. I think, yeah, but like it was a thing where like I just never, one, I was never exposed to like people dying and like conspiracies coming out. But also yeah, like, a kid. I just liked music. Like I didn't think too into it. Now I'm old as shit and I'm like, wow, that album looks a little funky. Let me go on YouTube or like, let me look at the Wikipedia or you know, do solid research. But mm-hmm. I think now we're, as a society, we're more apt to question things. And I think that there may have been more weird shit going on in the 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. And, you know, we might never know, and this might all be bullshit, but there could actually be some storyline and manifesto that they were creating that's fake, but like they perpetuated it. Yeah, I mean, I, I 100% believe that after it kind of blew up and after it became a thing, because they were getting like three, like, up to 3,000 phone calls and letters a day, basically being like, is Paul okay? Like, it became such a thing. Um, and even this crazy thing without the internet. Yeah, without, exactly. Like, the viral sensation of being able to put something online and the world mm-hmm. being able to see it, like, how news traveled that yeah. fast during that time is almost speaks to them as a group and how, like, how iconic they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and how important they were to people that if that were the case, like, mass hysteria and tragedy mm-hmm. tragedy would have resulted from it. Yep. I um, hope someone makes a conspiracy of my life. <laughs> and then for like a, when everyone's now. sending me letters for like a million dollars, I'll step out on my balcony and be like, I alive. <laughs> I live. I live. Yeah. Well, that's Check what, my that's what Paul did. Yeah, I'm alive. That's it's what me. Paul did. Um, he, I mean, a, later in his career when he was solo, he put out a live record and it was Paul live, Paul live. Paul live. And he put. Well done. And I pointed out the. Um, Depends on the how you say it. Plate. Um, <laughs> he put, I forgot how old he was, but it uh, is his oh, age. Um, so he, he obviously had fun with it. I do think that, I mean, John uh, Lennon was kind of a, <laughs> a smart ass. So I wouldn't be surprised if he, I think he has admitted to it a little, or like a he did admit to something? it, that he kind of. He thought it was funny. He thought the idea of it was like crazy. And he's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to play with you because he did that. I mean, yeah. this is the same guy that said like the Beatles are bigger than God and he's stuff in like the that. NFL he says, playing with this shit. I <laughs> yeah. mean, this is he's no very, schoolyard game. He, uh, he's, he can be controversial at times uh, or, or he was controversial at times, but I wouldn't be surprised if he played it a little bit because yeah. he, it was like, you know, and, and almost clever. Like that's a clever thing to First of all, like how awesome would it be to have a conspiracy theory about you that was so convoluted and crazy and it wasn't true. So it's not like you're like trying to uphold mm-hmm. and hide the secret of you yeah. being the, the, like, the second guy. Um, but to like kind of poke fun at it and play with it mm-hmm. and hope that it doesn't result in anything crazy happening. Um, but yeah, that's wild. I, yeah. I'd never heard that ever. So when you started talking about it, I'm like, this isn't. People didn't really believe this, did they? But then there's also so many other conspiracy theories that are so whack. And you're like, how could anyone believe yeah, that? Who believes that? But there is flat earthers. So <laughs> that's John where we Lennon, are. MVP. Let's not go into that. <laughs> um, so with that, well, there's so much more under the music umbrella that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we've reached our our limit for today. <laughs> and now that brings me to my favorite part of the episodes, which you guys don't like, but... Trippy creeps. <laughs> Trippy creeps. Here we go. Trippy um, creeps. Dark Lord, I need the part, the second part of my. I thought you said you need your heart. I was like, did he take it? <laughs> you took it. For it's in sake. the freezer. Quit stretching my way. That'd be something John Lennon would say, I feel like. But it's actually the bartender at uh, O'Brien's in Santa Monica. He says that? He used to say that. I used to Is cry. From a movie? I would like cry at work, maybe. And I would go and I would just sit in his bar and have fish and chips. He, he'd, he'd like tell me about his life and I'd tell him about mine. And he'd be like, quit stretching my willy. I feel like you're it's, a strong woman. It's in Austin Powers, but it's probably not. But He was literally Irish and I, I know his... There oh, well, we revealed what it is. Okay, oh. I was hoping to get it under my tray of doom, but 
So I, I figured that I torture you guys enough every episode. I make you eat shit you don't want to eat. It's usually bug related and gross. So I just Give me felt that like twinkie. it would be nice. So I brought our favorite Cool Ranch Doritos. We already opened the bag because we couldn't wait. But then this is another fun thing, which we've never done on the show, have we? Yeah, we did. We did? But we, I think oh, we, we God, stuffed yeah. them with shit too. But were we, they frozen? Yeah. Okay. We did I this. put one in my mouth. Uh, not for, AJ has not experienced never, this. And this, this it's is- It's hard though. A frozen Twinkie, and going back, we probably talked about this. We did talk about this it in the previous episode. Phallic. I don't know how I'm going to do this. If you've never had a Twinkie, first of all, what the fuck is wrong with you? Try one, but then have one regular, and then put the rest in the freezer. Wait, I have I have many stories. I have a story about Twinkies because I bought some from a gas station, and I think they had been sitting on the shelf for a few years. Because when I froze them, they were not like this. They were like weird. How? How? It was nasty and old. So well, they last forever. They don't no. actually last forever. That's no, a no. thing that everyone says, but don't I eat saw it. Zombie Land. Tallahassee says they last forever. Well, Tallahassee's a liar. Um, but if you put them in the freezer, the the cake part, like the sponge part, I know it's, they're, it's hard. they're very frozen. Uh, the cake part stays somewhat soft. It's still a little bit more dense, but then the inside, the, the whipped topping on the inside becomes cold like ice cream. Hold on, I gotta. Thanks, Mom. Silence. Um, what do you think? That's the face of disgust. I don't think she likes it. I feel like I'm eating a stale one. But mm. it tastes good. When's the expiration date? I don't know. No, I'm not <laughs> saying that it is stale. I'm it's just saying expired. because it is hard. Well, I wonder if you got a dud oh, wait, like hold on. at home. I think it says, well, no, just, it doesn't. I think I threw the box away. Usually it says the expiration date on the box. So if they are expired, we'll never know. Well, I'm just saying, cause, cause I'm so used, cause my brain is so used to them being like soft and fluffy that my brain is like, something's wrong. It's been said that I'm the hostess with the mostest when I'm making snacks in my apartment. I agree. Every but time you I've have a nice charcuterie. These. You should add these to the, the well, charcuterie. Well, I can't have charcuterie with you around, can I? Why? Because you can't eat my cheese. Oh, wait. Charcuterie is the meat and cheese. Meat and yeah, cheese. you can't. What's the other one called? A mouche bouche? No. no, that's a little guy. <laughs> a mouche bouche. A mouche bouche is a little. What is it called? It's not a charcuterie. It's going to come to me. It is, we did a, a, a Fiends episode, with our, my puppet show, and it's not a charcuterie. It's another word that's French word. You lie. And God damn it, I'm looking at Cameron with a like petite, laser eyes. A petite Wait, what? tray. No, it's not a petite tray. <laughs> Keep talking and it'll come to me. And um, it was really, we made a joke about it. God damn it. Uh, a crudité. A crudité. A crudité is a board that has fruits and veggies on it rather than <laughs> meat and cheese. But you can, oh, that's true. I don't eat meat or cheese, so never mind. But there's usually olives on a charcuterie and I can eat mm -hmm. olives. Olives are good. And you could put Twinkie, like slice them up all fancy like. Little crackers. Little crackers. Maybe I'll invite you and maybe I'll just make a tray that you can eat. Have maybe. the Leanna one that's sad yeah. and then have yours, which is like, are fucking mean. <laughs> I mean, we're just it's honest. True. My life is sad, but it's better with you guys. Um, anyone want some Doritos? That I was a nice one. rebound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at turning things around when it's about to go down the toilet. Everything's yeah. better with you guys. Well, when you're going down the toilet, you know what you can use. Squatty, Squatty body. Thank <laughs> you. I have like so much Twinkie in my mouth. Okay, so with that, that'll do it for this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm AJ. I'm actually. Sorry, I didn't ask if you guys were done <laughs> chewing well, it. it doesn't matter. Like, and we're done. Uh, so you can watch all of our episodes at letsgetspooky.com. You can also listen on iTunes and Spotify. And with that, thanks for joining us. And don't forget to stay spooky. Bye. And hungry.